Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, October 1st, 2018. I hope that you all had a phenomenal weekend. For those of you all that are new, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I definitely ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning, thank you so much for your continued support. It definitely means the world to me. Thank you to every donor for the podcast as well, guys. Uh, it wouldn't happen without you guys constantly sharing and, of course, caring as well. I definitely want to let you know that the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. With Fiber Soul, you got apparel that can speak life. And now you can get 15% off of your first order using code TAYLOR15 at FiberSoul.com. Listen, so I want to go ahead and take some time to thank everybody who tuned in on Friday to the podcast. Um, I definitely got some great feedback. And uh, as we get started, man, look, I'm going to actually start letting you all know about this ahead of time before we get to the end of the podcast. But you can check out more of my work at RichardTaylorJr.com. You can also get in tune with me on Instagram at Richard.TaylorJr. And then Facebook is Richard L. Taylor Jr. I want to jump straight into this today, though, guys. Listen, we have officially made it to, what, the 10th month of this year. And it's crazy how time has been going by. Guys, I want to make sure that I'm keeping you all encouraged with every message that I put out. So today, uh, this is actually something that I was thinking about on Saturday. And I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that as I keep myself encouraged with this, I keep you all encouraged as well. And simply put, that's the fact that the seeds have been sown for whatever it is you are looking for, for whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever the next level in life is for you guys. Listen, the seeds have been sown and I, I get that it's very easy to start getting frustrated when we don't see results right away or when it's been a certain period of time. Maybe it's been a longer period of time and you're not seeing the results that you expect to see as it pertains to every great thing that you have done, every seed that you have sown, every time that you've given, maybe you've volunteered, maybe you've given advice for free, all of these different things because you've had this belief and this faith that it's going to pay off in the end you wanted to be a good person. So you've lived with your morals that are correct. And you think that um, everything might be coming against you still, even though you've done all of this hard work. And I just want to encourage you all today to let you know uh, it's not time for you to give up. It's never time for you to give up. But this space is definitely not the space or the time to do that. You've got to understand that there is so much more for you to do and there is so much more coming for you. I get that it, it's very easy to start feeling like the world is collapsing and that you are at your wits end and that you're ready to give up. But I'm not going to let you do that. And I'm here to let you know that every seed that you've sown, everything that you've done and said, every bit of help and encouragement, everything that you have done for others is going to come back in a greater way for you. Many times we forget the concept of seed time and harvest when we're going through our current process. And I, I get it. I totally understand. There's no judgment from my side because I get frustrated with this very thing. Many times we get frustrated with the process because of the fact that in the process, we go through the drought. And as we're going through this drought, sometimes it feels very hard to want to maintain. And we start questioning whether or not we did enough in times past, whether or not we've done enough in this current season. And when we do this, we sometimes get into a position where because of frustration and because of this sense of worry or this anxiety, we can begin to overcompensate for our current work. And 
we're doing too much. And sometimes when we do too much, unfortunately, we can actually be doing more harm than good. So I want to encourage you all who might be in this position in this season right now to let you know, stop, slow down. And it's time to take a step back and really reflect on the seeds that you have sown in times past, understanding that you have yet to see the fruit of those seeds. So before you start going crazy, before you have a mental breakdown, before you uh, really lapse into the burnout, I want to let you know that it is okay for you to chill out and just take a step back. And why am I telling you this? Because many times as we're going through the motions with the process and we're thinking about what is there and what isn't there and what we're going through and what we haven't gone through, we are not taking into consideration the fact that we have sown seeds and those seeds, listen, we have sown them on good fertile ground. But even in the space of sowing seeds, it takes time for us to see the results of the seeds that we have sown. So I want to give you four points that can help you focus on what's to come rather than what you're not seeing right now because of the stress and strife of the process. And this is important because I don't want you all to fall into the awkward position of having to deal with the frustration that comes from burnout and that burnout possibly leading you to quit before you ever really see the fruits of your labor. So I wanna give you these four points and I'm gonna get out of your way. The first is this, now it is time for you to stand on the faith of what you say you believe in, right? And when I say faith, I'm not just speaking from your religious belief aspect. When I say faith, I'm talking about the faith in the gift that God has given you, the faith in the idea, the faith in the vision, and most importantly, the faith in the seed that you have sown, right? One of the things you think about when you look at farmers is when they are sowing seeds, right? When they are planting trees, when they are putting uh, apple trees up or, you know, any kind of fruit or vegetable, they have faith in this concept of the harvest, right? They have faith that if they sow their seeds during the season where the ground is dry, after doing that, there is a season where rain is going to come. There are seasons where the rain will hit the soil. It will uh, disperse through the soil, it will touch the seeds and it will start this growth process. You've got to have that same kind of faith when it comes to the seeds that you have sown. And what do I mean by seed sown? I'm literally talking about, look, for those of you all who are uh, entrepreneurs, for example, the, the people that you have networked with and contacted in the past, or maybe you've done work for them, understand that you did something in the present moment for them, but even in the present moment, that wasn't your high. One of the things I always find interesting when I look at speakers nowadays is they get so caught up in the current speaking engagement that they're in. And while that's great, guys, you got to understand that that's not your euphoria. That's not the, the final resting place. What you do in that space, you are sowing seeds for greater harvest to come for you later on. So this is why I always tell people, no matter what field you're in, but definitely my speakers as I see them, not to allow the victory that they're experiencing right now from these events or from a certain thing to defeat them is because of the fact that you we can easily get super excited about what we did at an event.
percent, not realizing that that wasn't our pinnacle. That was literally a time for the seed to be sown. And as that seed is sown, the people who are listening to you in that audience, guys, you never know who they are or what they're going to become. But later on, and I've had this happen to me plenty of times, it has led to other opportunities to speak, other uh, other conferences and events and seminars and symposiums. And why am I saying this? Because this isn't just something for speakers. This is for everybody in every facet of life. Understand that every opportunity that you get is not your euphoria. That opportunity is actually an opportunity for you to sow more seeds. So you've got to start carrying that faith in what you're sowing in that moment. And maybe this is a thing for you to pay attention to while you're going through the drought or maybe going through the process right now, instead of looking at it from a space of this is my euphoric moment, this is my time to shine. Yeah, okay, you shine, but guess what? This is actually you sowing a seed for what's going to come after this. So if anything, you come into this space intentional because you understand, and you might not see it right away, but you understand that it is going to lead to so much more for you later on. So you've got to stay on guard. You've got to stay on call and you've got to start truly testing your faith with what you say you believe. So if you believe in your gift, if you believe in your work and if you believe in the things that you've done in time past, you've got to stand on that and understand that your best days are not behind you. They are ahead of you. What you've done in the past was great, but there is so much more and doors are going to open. God honors that. Doors are going to open from what you've done in times past. I know many people say, oh, don't get caught up on the moment. If I encourage you to get caught up on the moment, it's only because that moment is a space and time for you to sow seeds that you can stand on good faith in knowing that one day that thing that you did or that moment, that project, that vision, that engagement, that connection, that networking is going to lead to something greater as time progresses. So second point, if that's the case, we've got to start executing fear and doubt by reminding ourselves that great things take time to build. When we go through the process, when we start to overcompensate because we feel like we're not seeing enough results right away, when we're going through the frustration that can lead to the burnout, one of the very simple but effective tools that works against us, well, two actually, are fear and doubt. And when fear and doubt start to trickle into our minds and in our hearts, we can easily start to walk under the umbrella of the belief of whatever the fear and the doubt is trying to show us. So it's our job and responsibility to execute those things, to completely destroy them, to eradicate them, to take and re-relinquish whatever power you have given them, it's time for you to pull back and get your power back and execute, completely kill off and annihilate the fear and the doubt. You've got to replace that fear and that doubt with your faith and stand firm and strong on that. One of the things we see a lot of, uh, a lot of times is the fact that we can speak so eloquently on the fear and the doubt because of how it's making us feel. But we can't always do the same thing when it comes to the thing that we're supposed to be standing in great faith about. So I want to encourage you to test your faith. Going back to that first point, how do you annihilate an 
execute fear and doubt, you've got to start speaking up your faith the same way you speak up your fear and your doubt. You've got to start, look, gas up the faith that you have in the vision, that you have in the goal, that you have in the project, that you have in your purpose. You got to gas that thing up the same way you gas up the very thing that you are fearful and doubtful about. As you do this, this is how you begin to execute and eradicate fear and doubt out of your language and ultimately out of your mind as you move forward. My third point, listen, a part of dressing for the job you want is knowing how to keep the job that you want. And and why am I giving you this one, right? Because everybody doesn't necessarily have to dress physically for the job, but there is some type of conversation, language. At some point in time, we've got to look like and sound like the very doors that we are trying to get opened, right? And I don't mean this from a dress up standpoint. I mean, even how we present ourselves when we are working in our gift and our craft, when we are around people, whatever the case might be. Many of us are taught to dress for the job that we want, but we're not taught how to actually keep and sustain that job. So it's look, because this is what tends to happen. You can get a lot of people that dress for the job that they want. But unfortunately, when they get the job, all they did was dressed and they have no substance. So they don't know how how to stay sustained in that job that they dress for. We've got to be very, very careful not to have the look, but ultimately lacking all substance that will keep us in the space. Because once the season shifts, once our greater comes, and once the seed starts to actually show the fruit, once the seed starts to show the harvest that's waiting for us, if we don't have any substance and we're supposed to be living in the in the fruit of the seed, guys, it's going to easily diminish quickly because we have no concept of time and sustainability in time. So if that's the case, what do we need to do? My fourth and final point for you all, you've got to learn to invest into sustainability. Instead of getting so frustrated right now with where you are in the process and what the process is showing you, one thing I want to encourage you all to do is to really start focusing on learning about yourself right now, learning about your character, learning about your emotions, learning about how to manage and cope with whatever you might be feeling. And why am I encouraging this? Because many times we can get so caught up trying to overcompensate, thinking that overcompensation is going to bring us something during this drought season or during this part of the process that's a little tougher. And while we think we're doing something right, like I said, we could be causing more damage, but there are certain things that you can take that energy and use it on. And one of them is learning how to stay sustained in every season. But the best way to learn about sustainability is to learn it during your drought, to learn it during this tough part of your process. You learn how to manage and cope in this space and you will know how to manage and cope when times are good and you'll definitely know how to manage and cope when times are bad because you learned in the trenches so i want to encourage you all to take time in investing into your sustainability and there are certain things that keep us sustained and help us to stay sustained they are our character they are our judgment the wisdom that we use the knowledge that we gain and attain from research and taking the time to study and learn. And I think most importantly, it's having a true sense of our identity, no matter what problem or situation arises. So we've got to take the time to start learning and knowing ourselves. 
These are my four points for you all today. And I want you all to be so massively encouraged and pumped up at the fact that, guess what? You've sown the seed. Yeah, I get it. You're going through the process right now. It's tough. It feels hard. You question whether or not you can make it. I'm right there with you. But here's the thing, though, guys, you can. It's time for you to stand on good faith. And then, look, I'll throw in the fifth point for free. As you're learning about sustainability, even in this dry space, you can still sow some good seeds. Now, this is different from overcompensating because when you overcompensate, you create stuff that was never meant to be in your process. But you can sow good seeds when it comes to investing into people, investing into things where you can use your time, your talent or your treasure and understanding that all you're doing is sowing more seeds into the ground that will eventually grow as well. Yes, many times though, what happens when we go through these drought moments in the process, we start to turn a blind eye to sowing seeds because we get so caught up in what's not happening. And I don't want that to be you. So I wanna encourage you all today to make sure that you are still sowing because as you sow, you will grow. And even in the drought, there is so much that you can do. So make sure that you are focusing on staying sustained, learning yourself, and as you do all of these things, I guarantee you, you will start to see some reprieve. I love you all. I want to see you win in everything that you do. You're not losing in life, guys. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. Let's go out and crush this week. I'll talk to you all on Friday. Peace.